Hey, here we are for another episode of the All People's Church Leadership Podcast. This is a podcast where we're typically sharing leadership thoughts, things for leaders that are all people's churches around the globe, typically about once a week. This week, we have commandeered the podcast because of this global coronavirus epidemic. And so I'm sitting here with Robert Herber, our lead pastor at All People's Church and uh, All People's Global, and also Jason Weatherhead. And Jason actually has a very busy life as he is our college pastor and pastor of Life Group Leader Equipping here in San Diego, but is also um, involved in the marketplace in uh, software sales and development. Welcome, Jason and Robert. Thank you so much. And Jason, uh, man, you've been at both workplaces today as we have been trying to uh, put out fires and get the right plan for shepherding and leading our people through this. But Jason, you know, what we wanted to do was as a person who has a, uh, a job where you're going into an office, you deal with sales, you deal with personnel. We wanted to say, first of all, ask you just, you know, how is this experience impacting uh, those of us that, that are in the business world? And, and what, are the, what are the implications? What are the, what are the main fears that people seem to be having right now? Yeah, I think uh, the uh, this is obviously impacting every single person in our city, in our state, in our nation, and in the business world in particular. Uh, it's hard to emphasize how much it's disrupting the life of every worker. Uh, in my field, where I'm already doing a lot of work online, it may not be as disruptive as somebody who's not used to working from home very, very often. So with everybody being forced to work from home when possible, uh, I'm seeing this disrupting everything from getting their work done to suddenly being thrust into their family in a deeper level uh, and dealing with family issues at the same time. Uh, everything from the practical level of uh, trying to create a workspace at home for the first time to dealing with the self-discipline of having to work outside of work and all of those issues. So it's adding a lot of stress, not to mention the in-office in communications and trying to talk to each other in ways that you're not used to because you're used to seeing each other in the office. So I see this disrupting everything from work life, uh, from uh, potentially even being paid uh, to to the depths of impacting your family life. And sometimes that'll be a blessing being at home and sometimes it'll create a lot more problems. So I just see it disruptive from family all the way through business life. So Jason, you're what I call an IPP, an insanely productive person. So mm, what would some leadership thoughts be for people that are actually now having to figure out working from home? Just what are a few keys that kind of keep you going in the work remote working lifestyle that you're currently in, uh, even before the coronavirus? Uh, some simple keys to working at home are, uh, one is, you know, there's a great benefit when you have to go to an office because when you step into that office that's away from your home, you're in work mode and you're kind of isolated in that work environment. So your mind is focused on one thing. When you're at home, uh, your mind can often be split into five directions when you have maybe kids running around or you hear noises in the background and uh, you have other expectations on you because you're so close 
uh, to the rest of your family or your roommates, whoever it might be. Uh, so one real key to working from home efficiently is to create a workspace that is dedicated to work. And you only go in there if you're going to work or you only, maybe it's just a corner of a room, but it's like, if I go to that corner, to that desk, I'm working, you know, that's my focus time. And when I step away from that, I'm stepping away from work. So creating a space kind of mentally helps you to focus and to tackle one thing at a time. Uh, so that's one uh, main key. Another Great key uh, would be to communicate in a healthy way with everybody in your home and to say, uh, set up some boundaries actually uh, and expectations because I think something that can really be misinterpreted is because you're right there, uh, people may expect relational connection when you're actually needing to focus on work. So I think alignment needs to happen with everybody in your home to uh, really designate work as work and be able to even allocate times for work versus connecting and being a part of family activities or other things that need to happen around the house. So those are a couple things you know, I learned. That, that's something that we see as so important in all of life, Jason, is that expectations are everything. Yeah. And helping set right expectations, boy, that makes a world of difference in marriage. It makes a world of difference with our, our children. And I think of the contrary verse, hope deferred makes the heart sick. And so we're all having to redefine the playing field in this season. And, you know, I was, I was listening to someone talk about a, a game that they were letting a bunch of, of 10-year-olds play, and they went out to, to play a, a soccer game. But the dad said that the refs didn't show up, and so he was trying to ref it, and he said it just went into utter chaos. And they're, like, hitting each other and screaming at each other. And he realized uh, when finally a ref showed up and the game was orderly, oh, rules and order don't hurt the, the fun. They actually make life more peaceful and make life more enjoyable. And so uh, I love what you're saying, Jason, about setting up an actual workspace and even giving your, um, giving your spouse, uh, giving your children just the uh, expectation of, hey, I'm going to have to do this. And, and, and I mean, the great thing is we, 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 we can have uh, maybe some more flexible time, but hey, for the next two hours, I'm going into this space and I'm going to do work. And that's going to help you be productive, right? And it's also going to give great expectations to your children. Hey, daddy or mommy is going to be doing this for the next two hours. It's going to let you focus uh, and, and then you're going to be able to re-enter. And then instead of just being kind of quasi-engaged, and quasi-productive, you're going to be able to really be diligent for this amount of time and then come out and then very much connect with your family, be present, and give them the, the gift of focus. Absolutely. I think uh, I suffer from being able to only focus on one thing at a time. So another tip would be to allocate a certain amount of time to each thing you're going to focus on. So I'm going to spend one hour working and then 15 minutes I'm going to go and connect with my kids or... I mean, getting very practical like that can be uh, extremely helpful. So let me uh, let me read a verse here for us, because I think in times like this of economic instability, for a lot of people, it cuts the legs out of under them. Even very successful people who have built a very established career, all of a sudden, it's a huge adjustment to their lifestyle, their work schedule. 
And I think of this verse in Deuteronomy chapter 8 that says this, And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore to your fathers as it is to this day. That's the way one translation says it. But, you know, sometimes we forget that our that word power could be translated as vigor, strength, force, capacity. Sometimes we forget that our very ability to work is from God. Right. And we rely on God for our work. We rely on God for the outcome of our work, whether it be an hourly, a salary, or some other outcome. And um, God gives us that for a reason, that he can establish his covenant for us and with generations. Obviously, we're blessed to be a blessing. So that's a scripture that sticks out to me during this time. What would be some other guidance, Robert or Jason, that you'd want to close with for our marketplace leaders? Yeah, I have two main thoughts. Uh, One is on Kendall's note there that, uh, you know, I printed something that I put over my desk and it's a simple statement. It says, by your grace, not by my strength. And it just reminds me to kind of pause uh, when I feel like I'm striving and trying to make something happen and trying to force uh, efficiency or, you know, I'm trying to work really hard. I just pause for a second and just make that statement to God. I just say, by your strength, uh, sorry, by your grace, not by my strength, by your grace, not by my strength. So just giving God the honor that it's by his grace that I make money. It's by his grace that I work well, uh, not by my strength is a, a great way to live. A second thing I would call out is uh, as a as a believer and being blessed with a family that loves Jesus, uh, sometimes I forget how good I have it. And something that's been really important to remember is as I interact with my colleagues at work, even if it's through an online meeting, taking one moment to just ask them a real question about how they are doing personally, uh, you know, asking real life questions and just being sincerely interested in them uh, is a big deal. And most people outside of church aren't used to somebody really caring about them. And a simple question and a simple giving some time to listen to what's going on and asking a couple follow-up questions about those things remembering that thing. So tomorrow when you talk to them, you ask them, hey, how's that thing going that we were talking about yesterday? Is so foreign to uh, people that don't have a church family. Uh, it will move some to tears even by just asking mm. them a question. So I found how amazing it is and how simple it is uh, to even say something like, hey, I was thinking about you. I prayed for you yesterday or um, I was just thinking about you this morning, that thing you were going through. How's it going now? And uh, I have somebody I work with, for example, who literally has to postpone their wedding because mm-hmm. of this whole thing. And it's wow. the second time she's had to postpone because she got in a car wreck the day before oh her wedding goodness. was originally scheduled. So, you know, there's there's all these things happening that are very real around us. And um, sometimes we can forget that when we're in business mode. Uh, but it's very easy to break out of that and to really get real with somebody very quickly. So what what I hear you saying are these uh, phrases that would make someone feel shepherded, Jason. It makes someone feel cared for. And that, that's really our desire at All Peoples is to equip each person in their sphere of influence to be a shepherd, 
you know, to, we, we talk about church planting. It, it's not just the ones that move to Indonesia. It is everyone advancing the church, whether it's in their school or whether it's in their family or whether it's, you know, at the water cooler, it's us seeing ourselves. We might be the only kingdom representative in our whole job. You know, I, I think it, when I was working at the car dealership, there, there were not many people that were trying to follow Jesus. And so I realized that the way I talk to people, the way I offer to pray for people, uh, this might be the only interaction they have with a believer. How much more do we need that right now when there's just so uh, much dismal news and, and moment by moment it's, it's you know, getting more uh, seemingly bleak. And, and so the opportunity for us to be the comfort, I, I think so, so little right now is going to go so far. Yeah, in our workplaces. Exactly. So uh, let's just close with this, you know, with with prayer. You know, obviously a huge um, dip in the financial markets, and it's just going to trickle down to everyone's workplaces and companies, uh, whether it be for profit or nonprofit. There's just a lot of uncertainty right now. But you know, actually, it is in these times of downturn that the next Amazon.coms are going to be built. It's uh, it's in these low times that there's opportunities for uh, for increase for decades to come. And I was just thinking about all the different business-related miracles that Jesus did. I got this out of a book I'm reading called Anointed for Business. Say but that one more time. Anointed for Business. Anointed for Business by Ed Silvoso, who's a, a prophetic prayer and business leader, actually from Argentina. But this book, Anointed for Business, I'd really recommend for any of our business people. Um, but you know, he goes through all the different business-related miracles of Jesus. You know, he talks about the the loaves and the fishes, how it might be a return on the young boy's investment. The transformation of water into wine uh, would be in the same economic category. The miraculous catches of fish, uh, the coin in the fish's mouth. And he just goes through all these different miracles in the Bible. And so, you know, let, let's really pray actually for our business leaders, especially our small business owners who they're wondering, how am I going to pay my payroll? you know, next week? Am I going to have customers? What's going to happen? The corporate CEOs, a lot of them are going to be fine, you know, and, but, but yeah, they'll have challenges and leadership challenges, but the, it's really the, the small business and entrepreneurs that need a lot of prayer right now. So I'd love to pray for them. Robert, why don't you pray for those leaders in our church community that need business wisdom in this season? Father, we, we want to thank you so much for our business leaders. We want to thank you for sowing kingdom leaders into every sphere of society and you talk so much about money and and so much uh, many of the parables had to do with commerce and and uh, making profits through all different kinds of endeavors now lord we're asking that you pour out wisdom lord we want to pray for all the ones that are in our community for protection. Mm -hmm. We pray protection over their minds, their bodies. Uh, we pray protection over their businesses, over their business dealings. And Lord, we're praying that in a time of crisis, you gave someone like Joseph in the Bible, you gave someone like Daniel, you gave them tremendous revelation in order to bless and protect many people and to advance the kingdom. So we're asking for that kind of download, that kind of revelation to be imparted 
right now. And, and Lord, we're expectant for kingdom breakthrough. And Lord, we believe that you want to tremendously bless our business leaders uh, in order to not just prosper them, but to prosper everyone around them and for uh, tremendous generosity towards the advancement of the gospel and all kinds of, of breakthroughs that alleviate suffering and, and enhance the quality of life and ultimately just bring your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. So we entrust them to you today and ask that they would be strong, peace-filled, and full of the love of Jesus in this time where the nation and the nations of the world are quaking. We look to you as our bedrock, King Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.